Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast, the show where we find all the crazy stories out of the internet and write them down on a piece of paper and talk about them to each other and you listen to it. Or don't listen to it. We don't really care. We're still doing it. I'm your old pal Steve and with me as always is... Megan. And our favorite multi... Uh, Episode ep- guest. Episodal guest, Noodlebag. A.K.A. The Whirling Dervish. A.K.A. All Grip, No Slip. No, no All, all slip, slip, No, no grip. grip. That's it. <laughs> and he's always uh, putting the gear in the rear. Yeah, in the rear with the gear. In the rear with the gear the and the Master gear. Chief Thief, John. Yep. <laughs> all of those things are he's like well known by all of them. Everybody knows me as those. Well, before we dive it's into our uh, different weird things we were looking at on the internet today, I want to real quick here cover a new Mandela effect and I want to ask uh, you each a question and John I'm going to start with you Looney Tunes okay how is Tunes spelled as you remember it in the logo uh I feel like I'm being swayed by uh whatever the one of the baby Looney Tunes or whatever which I'm pretty sure was two O's but I feel like Looney Tunes itself was a U-N-E-S and Steven double O Double O T O O N S. That's also what I remember. In our current reality, which may or may not be the truth, it's Looney T U N E S. Looney Tunes, which I don't remember really many songs. Doesn't make sense. I really didn't watch a lot of Looney Tunes as a kid, so you my said Fruit Loops only didn't have double O's, and you're full of shit. Fruit Loops like what two can Sam? Yeah, dude. Okay. Anyways, my I'm still convinced I'm in a simulation and nothing of what I'm doing is well, yeah, worth anything course, right now. According so. to the documentary, The Matrix, the world ended in 99 and we're all living in a program. Well, so, I live in a world yeah. where Looney Tunes is spelled with a U and I don't like it. So, Steve, what do you have for me today to make me feel like my life is worth living? I will prove to you that the world <laughs> is... That's an ultimatum if I've ever heard one before. <laughs> in 1982, Larry Walters lived out his childhood dream. When he was 13 years old, he went to his local army surplus store and was intrigued by the weather balloons that you could buy there. He thought, wouldn't it be cool to tie a bunch of these together and fly through the air on a lawn chair? No, Larry Walters, that sounds incredibly dangerous. <laughs> it sounds like the plot line of, like, what is that, Up? Well, <laughs> no, he, movie. no, no, you have to have exactly. a miscarriage and die first. Oh, you just took us to a really dark place. I was remembering the good parts. And here Jesus. I am. That reminds me when we watched, uh, what was that movie we watched? Skyscraper. And all this sad shit happens at the beginning. Oh, I was like, Dwayne is this a the Pixar Rock movie? Is this yeah. a Pixar movie? <laughs> That's so sad. Okay, so Pixar Larry Walters movie? decides he wants to fly into the air with balloons. On a launcher. Upstyle. So 20 years later, he made that exact thing happen. That's pretty honorable. That's a long time to have a dream. Inventory, $109 Sears lawn chair. Fucking creme de la creme. That's a nice lawn chair. Hell yeah. Who has ever paid $109 for a lawn chair? I paid that for like a set. This is nice. Lawn chairs, yeah, that's what I'm saying. 31 gallon jugs of water, 42 helium filled weather balloons. How big is a weather balloon? Pretty big. A BB pistol, altimeter, CB radio, parachute, life jacket, and an extra pair of glasses, a 35 millimeter camera, a two liter bottle of Coke, 
and some sandwiches. Oh, fuck, this guy's legit. He's ready. <laughs> He's ready. Okay, the plan. fun fact real quick. <laughs> Weather balloons are available in different sizes, either 3 feet in diameter, 8 feet in oh diameter, my or God. 16 feet in diameter. I'm assuming he's got the 3-footers. I, I was thinking it was 16. I That's a pretty... No, but he's got 42 of them. Okay, yeah. I want probably... a weather balloon. Well, maybe he has the big ones and he's really going overkill. They're pretty thin, though, so they're pretty easily popped. The plan was to fly from his girlfriend's backyard in Los Angeles to the Mojave Desert to the east. He had a 500-pound rated rope holding him down and he started to prepare for launch started blowing up all the balloons getting everything tied together unexpectedly the the wind picked up and snapped his line not only that but he dropped his glasses when it snapped no worries he had his backup pair of glasses but wait yes worries he overestimated the amount of balloons needed so he kept going higher and Did he go higher into space? and higher into the atmosphere. And here's a little context. He flew right into fucking space. Here's a little context. I've done two static line jumps, uh, which is when you jump out of a, a airplane and you have a piece of webbing that pulls your chute open. So you really just you don't really free fall more than five seconds. You just jump out and then you're in canopy. Yeah. Well, so I did that twice and that was from 5,000 feet and that's plenty high and um, this guy went 1,600 feet 1,600? yes 16,000 no 16,000 16,000 feet dude was he like frozen? doesn't it get cold up there? it's 3 miles in the air (laughs) that's way too high dude he meant to go only 6 or 7,000 feet in the air so up there the air is thinner, it's much colder, the UV the UV rays are stronger. So maybe and worst of all, like it's cold, but he's burning from all the UV rays, so it worked out, right? Well, it's like when you're on a mountain, you get sunburn, but you're not hot. Yeah. So how long did it take him to die? So worst of all, the he's wind acts very differently. Like up there, the, the wind's different, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't so, have all the land. In a bad stuff. way or a good way. Okay. As you can assume, he did not stay on course. Nearby airplanes started reporting a small air object <laughs> in they're the like, it's LA. A man with a forty-two. Oh no, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm seeing. Oh, there's a. Uh, it appears there's a man on a lawn chair. A hundred and nine dollar lawn chair. And then they're like, it's nice uh, uh, like, uh, a nice one. Uh, what what is your height right now? Uh. We're up here at 16,000 feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What did he think after he That's like yeah. 300 yeah. feet. Like, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, wait. It's just some white guy in a lawn chair. <laughs> did he shit his pants? What is he doing? I think I shit my pants. He, was, he felt in control the whole time. He's he like very confident. Okay, you want to know what the most the unbelievable part about this whole thing is? When you said he was at his girlfriend's house. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hold on, honey. I'm going to strap up these balloons. This girl actually no paid for a lot of the stuff. So, like, she went into debt paying for some of this shit. What? For the weather balloons? They're yeah, that expensive? It gets true. expensive. The helium's expensive. Well, he did pick a $109 lawn chair. He could have picked, like, a $5 lawn chair. But he, he won didn't. a $5 lawn chair at 16,000 feet. <laughs> 
Well, you want the, the if nice I just one. shelled out like three thousand dollars in weather balloons, possibly. <laughs> well, like overall, yeah, I would have found a lazy up. boy at a garage sale and called it good. Then at least be But don't worry, right? LAX about the footrest. LAX already knew that he was there because his buddy on the ground crew. There, the whole plan was okay. So he's supposed to be up there for like an an hour. Uh, tied to that rope and he was supposed to get everything prepared but you know the rope snapped and the plan was that about a half hour before he launched they were going to call everybody and be like hey just so you know we're going to be fucking around you know there's a man in the air (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so his buddy already called uh and as you might imagine his girlfriend was freaking out about this um, him being in LAX airspace because I don't know a couple planes coming in out there. Yeah, just some big boys. <laughs> oh, there's also, he's sixteen thousand feet in the air. Yeah. So Larry um, started to shoot down his outer balloon. So that's how did why he, he do that? That's how. That's why he brought his little BB pistol. Okay. Was he was he was the plan was to shoot him down to go down and then he could also um, dump out his jugs of water because he had the thirty two gallons. He could dump those out, too, but, you know, things kind of got out of hand. Did he do any kind of math, like, to determine how many balloons he needed? Because yeah, so like, 42 really seems like over. So they said that it was supposed to be 15 pounds per balloon, and then, so then they just put that the math together, but then, you know, it kind of rounded up, and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like they would, like, overshoot that, I mean. But here's the deal. Um, did he not run any kind of tests, like, with a, some kind of test animal like okay, a monkey just listen to the rest of the story listen to the story so far he he, he planned but he i don't know how well not he so planned. well clearly <laughs> but um so foreshadowing he, sh- he shot down seven before he dropped his bb gun <laughs> his plan was to tie it off but he didn't he wasn't able to because the rope snapped but um luckily it seemed to be the perfect amount so he was the numbers are kind of fucked up because it says 42, but then it says 32, but then it says the difference was 7, and uh, that sounds like 10 to me, but whatever. <laughs> but I'm not a numbers guy. Somewhere I'm around here. Trust it. <laughs> but luckily, it seemed to be the perfect amount because he was descending quite nicely. Also, luckily, the local authorities saw that he was on his path to running into some live power lines oh Jesus. <laughs> so they temporarily turned them off for him. Well, as long nice. as he doesn't like touch two power lines at the same time he'll be fine yeah so which is probably very unlikely i don't know do you think he was like what do you think he was doing that whole time he was drinking his coke probably and he was, freezing like, balls no he enjoyed it like he was he was like he oh, said it was good and tight he's, up, <laughs> he's like this is great i can't relaxing. breathe it's really cold this sunburn is the worst sunburn i've ever gotten yeah, but i'm well, really I mean, enjoying this, this he was up great. there for two hours of freezing temperatures three miles above the earth he landed blacked out for 20 minutes and woke up to realize that his balloons got tangled in those power lines. He got up, gave his craft, which he named Inspiration One, oh. to a local neighborhood kid, and walked away That's with dangerous. dangerous. And he walked away with nothing but his two-liter bottle of Coke. So his girlfriend went into debt over this, and he just gave it to some kid, and he's like, "Knock her out of the park, kid." Well, the deed was done. The Federal Aviation Administration. Is there one? The FAA? 
Okay. Yeah. Them. They wanted to charge him with something, but they really didn't know how to because they're <laughs> there's no law. Technically, against... not against the law. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a drone. <laughs> just, just you know, I did I did the math. Currently, it costs about an average of three hundred dollars for that size weather balloon. So in current money, that's twelve thousand six hundred dollars. And that is insane. In that's nineteen, little, that's in, a little much for a thin little thing. In nineteen eighty-two yeah, money, that is four thousand six hundred and sixty-seven dollars and eighty-eight cents. Well, they so, might have gotten like a bulk discount, right? I, yeah, yeah. Well, clearly. <laughs> well, and he was at the, Went the, straight to oh, the, the surplus store. Surplus. Store. They got the wholesale value, and you can they'll, they'll the... throw in a they'll throw in a police outfit. He's <laughs> like a police man up in the sky. <laughs> I won't. I went. I went seven hundred people. Seven hundred balloons in a police officer's outfit. <laughs> oh sure, officer. That's I, a weird. Thing I imagine you for. just lost your police officer's outfit, <laughs> so we'll just suit you up with a new one. Don't worry. I believe you. Is that your white van out <laughs> I back? I believe you. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't call a police officer a liar. That's for sure. I'm not me. I'm on the up and up. A guy that works at the fucking surplus store is probably not... Do you want me to pack this all into your white no-window Chevy E350 <laughs> The guy that works at the... The one that says candy here? You, you get a job at the surplus store not because you love the army. It's because you, have a surplus you love of... things falling off the truck. I'll tell you what. I was say, you love surplus. Like, there's a couple of things... And I only counted this many, so, I mean, that's what we got. Uh, <laughs> when you're doing inventory, I don't know. Meanwhile, his fucking basement, under his basement, is just fully stacked. Just everything. <laughs> Police uniforms for days. I know the world's gonna end. I, so many balloons. Ended, He's I'm like, ready. when the world ends, I'll have all the weather balloons. You want a flak jacket? I've got ten. You want a flak jacket? You need to be bulletproof. All right, yeah, Larry so then, Walters. He gave it, and then... Um, Later that week, he won on David Letterman, and um, and they talked about it, and yeah, he's totally fine. Uh, Eleven years later, he hiked up to a nearby forest and shot himself in the head. <gasps> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Wow, foreshadowing. I was right. <laughs> he did die in the end. Wait, and I said that because I needed something to help me get through my life today. So well, there you go. It could be worse. You could be 60,000 feet in the air. That's and, terrible. I mean, once, once you do it, like, you know, once you live like yeah, that. Yeah, once you know, you've been there, you're that, never getting back. What's dude? after that? He reached know? the pinnacle, literally, yeah. of the earth. So. Of his so, life. With that, we'll go to a sponsor break. Spread, spread, spread. This episode is sponsored by spreadofthemonthclub.com. Jams, jellies, cheeses, you butter believe it. We got the spreads to spin your heads. For a limited time, use offer code SPREADTHESE for your first spread free. Alright. <laughs> well, that was pretty heavy. <laughs> what did, uh, what did you want to share with us today? Well, so my search started out, and it's looking back, it was probably not a great thing to put on my search history, um, but it was how to embezzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be that bad. How, how, to, how to embezzle money. Not because okay, I yeah, want... Okay, that's pretty bad considering that where we work is like an internet-based... Shut up. Commerce <laughs> it reminds me, it reminds me of um, Metalocalypse when he's like, oh, he's embezzling. That's pretty metal. Yeah. And he's like, he's, uh, he's embezzling from you. No! <laughs> and then so, they find out well, at the I mean, end of the episode 
that they were embezzling from themselves. And they didn't well, I heard it. like some story. <laughs> I heard some story about someone. I immediately a... thought Office Space this <laughs> oh, morning right, when yes. you sent it on Google Hangouts. I was like, yes, <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton. But anyways, I saw <clears throat> something about embezzling. I was like, well, how, how do you even embezzle stuff, you know, it's whatever. So I was looking it's up... easy. You just take money from someone else. <laughs> yes. Well, I was looking up tips. Secretly. Yeah. On how yeah, to embezzle and like, you know, ultimately the tip is don't be a dumbass and get greedy about it. You won't get caught. That's my tips. But you so, just take a little off the top. Right. So I was, I was looking Are we at... taking a turn? Is this like... Now we teach people how to do illegal things podcast. We can do a little bit of that. No, I'm I, just like, you know, n- nothing of what I read was all of it was like, don't do this. One but I was like, I could do this. It was like, don't do this. But if you do this. One of these episodes, we'll tell our listeners how to get a free Domino's pizza. That's yes. going to be a good one. Wait till you guys hear that. So anyways, I, so I had been searching that and then later on when I was on YouTube watching something else, my recommended videos came up for, uh, the largest municipal embezzlement fraud in American history. So of course I had to click on it because I was like, what does that even mean? Those are a lot of words. <laughs> I don't know what a municipal is. There's, there's a lot of words in that sentence. Is that like a kangaroo? Yeah. Does it have a pouch? <laughs> does yeah. it keep its you tongue in a pouch? It's got deep pouches. I tell you what. <laughs> the but deepest. Pouches. Because we're going to talk about the largest nope. embezzlement in United States history that you've probably never heard about. USA. USA. And it took place in Ronald Reagan's birthplace, which means nothing to me. But it might mean something to you. Somewhere in Texas, USA. Dixon, Illinois. Oh, close. Yeah, Dixon, Illinois. Ew, there's there's only two things I love in this world. That's Dixon and Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's the birthplace. Is that where Dixon pencils are made? Just... I have no idea. Dixon. I know a lot about pencils. There's Ticonderogas. There's Dixon. What the fuck are you talking about? Where's the number there's one bit twos. There's HB twos. So Dixon pencils, probably not related, but this town has a population of sixteen thousand. Okay, that's a pretty small town. Yeah, it's sixteen thousand. Interesting. Six, six, bigger than the six. town I grew up in. So yes. Sixteen thousand. Uh, so we're going to talk about this small town. And uh, the perpetrator, that's a good word, yeah. her name is Rita Crondwell. <laughs> Crondwell. She it sounds like a Hogwarts professor. Yes. It sounds like a place you don't want water from. A Crondwell. Ooh, <laughs> 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 a Crondwell. She was the treasurer <laughs> and comptroller for the small town between 1982 and 2012 when she was finally caught. So 20 years she was the treasurer. That's a good heist. I want you guys to guess. That's a good idea. It's like Ocean's 15. Like, it's up there. Like, she, like, after a while, you, she just thought that that was a part of her job. She forgot that she was a No, she did. She's she like, did. She's just like, like, oh, doing the old 9 to 5. <laughs> she goes, well, it was a part- money. <laughs> well, first of all, it was a part-time job. Oh, because it was this small town, so it was like a part-time job. Oh, she got paid yeah. like 80000 a year for a part-time job being the treasurer. So she already had, was making 80000 a year as the treasurer. You know the difference between six and nine with a line on top of it? <laughs> it's very 69. different than the number. <laughs> the number. So, okay, so she was the treasurer for 20 years um, total. So she already made a good salary. Yeah. Um, and they said she was pretty, they, for what they knew of her job, they were, you know, it was a very small town. They only had, like, the mayor and then maybe four people on the board. So, but they thought she did a good job with her reports and everything. Yeah, she probably does a great job. Yeah, and they said all of her reports were always, I'll have to get into it later, but... 
Um, let me just they always notice that they never added up to the same number. I'm gonna <laughs> just blow <laughs> you away with a number here because Rita Crundwell embezzled over fifty three point seven million dollars. That is insane. <laughs> when do you stop? You that don't is wild. until you get caught. That is an insane amount of money. I would probably stop at fifty two million <laughs> just to be safe knowing this story. Well, so what happened, you know, so that's the thing is, you're going to embezzle, you, you get out. You do it and you get out, right? You disappear. Is that one of the tips you looked up? Maybe. But um, let's just put it into perspective for you. So she had this job. She already made 80 k a year. But on top of that, she embezzled 50, over almost $54 so the million. So k was legit. That was like... her salary. They thought she was independently wealthy because um, Rita was a... Well, probably started out because of the money she started embezzling, but she became a horse breeder... And show person. Um, I don't know how much her home was actually worth, but it was like this huge six-bedroom six house. I watched a whole like thing on it. It was horribly decorated. Was it with... MTV Cribs? No. <laughs> but it was covered. Cribs. It was covered I'm in like Crudwell, <laughs> and this is my crib. <laughs> it was all like western, tacky themed, and like there were horseshoes embedded in the at? tile. Illinois. Oh, this was. It was like a seven, a six, seven acre, six, seven acre property. All this stuff. But she had this huge property. She had a lot of fancy cars, uh, uh, horse trailers, like huge horse trailers, fancy trucks, a four million dollar mobile home. That's hard to do. Yes. (laughs) Mobile homes aren't that expensive. No, this, this was like was. this was a this was a fucking land yacht. This was a mobile mansion. This was a mobile home with a basement, motherfucker. That was Morgan Kynan's magnificent so, mansion right there. And she had over by the time she was uh, caught, she had over four hundred horses. Jesus. So she was wow. saddled with a lot of responsibility. Let me tell you. She's basically the wilderness. That's yeah. too many horses. I've had it's horses, and they're very, very, very expensive. So the the upkeep that she... I mean, she, was, she did. She was a very avid... Well, it's wholesale when you got that many horses. <laughs> Same thing with the balloons. She, she had horses. She had several <laughs> horses <laughs> worth over $100,000 <laughs> each. I mean, she had very high-quality show horses. and Super nice horses. Right. So she actually won... very nice to pet. I'm, I'm, I had to throw this number out there because she actually won 69 national championships. Oh, the numbers! <laughs> she was killing it, dude! <laughs> Whatever. So this lady was li- living doing. it up. She was throwing parties. That's when you stop, though, too. Like, she knows when to stop with the championships, but she doesn't know when to stop with the embezzlement. Right. Yeah. Stops at 69. Well, she was probably trying to get to 69, 69 million. million. Yeah, they're, they're that so makes a lot of sense. So she almost had it. <laughs> All right. Cheers. So, I'm going to give her a little round of applause for that one. <laughs> like I said, early on, she was stealing small amounts. It started out pretty low at the beginning when she started. I think she first started actually stealing in, like, the late 80s, early 90s is when she first officially started embezzling. Mm-hmm. Um, but towards the end, she was literally stealing the operating revenue of the city. Wait, How the what? fuck did she steal this money? Is that what the real question is? That is the real question. How well, she fudged the books, right? Somehow. Yeah, so they put her in control of everything. Nobody was checking her work. She was in bed with the firm that they hired to do the accounting for the bank. For, I mean, for the city. Okay? So they were also doing her personal taxes. She was on their softball team. She took them out to personal dinners, hung out with them. you're on the softball team. Wait, wait, so were her um, fellow um, conspirators... They were never charged with anything. Were they making money as well? I mean, the city was paying them money like it was a million dollars over however many years like in fees for them to do the invoicing and all that so yes they were making money so she was in with the tax 
the accounting firm that was doing the accounting for the city. But how did she actually steal the money? She set up, so every city has something called like a uh, development, municipal development or something like that account. So for like roads, projects and stuff like that. And how it normally works is a state will say, we'll give you X amount of money for the road. This fixer upper, whatever. So they had that money coming in. They were putting money aside for different projects. Well, Rita set up a separate bank account, her personal bank account, a fake bank account, in which she would make up invoices from the state with fake projects that she would pay out to this account. And the bank never questioned it. And the accounting firm who did the auditing and also her personal taxes never <laughs> hey, questioned so, it. Hey, so Rita, how's that new park development going? <laughs> oh, real good. Yeah, no problem. Don't <laughs> worry about great. it. The monkey bars are fantastic. <laughs> You're really high. You no, the, the city was a the city was in like shambles because they never got. Yeah, any I was gonna things. say She's so like fun facts day. about Dixon, Illinois' birthplace of Ronald Reagan, worst roads in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no parks. They got that. They got that one road where there's a crack in it that. Your whole car falls in it. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you're but in the middle of the I listen to these. <laughs> That's oh, all the way to the. Oh, I listened to these interviews and like it was like the road guy, whatever the service guy was saying that the only thing he would ever get out of Rita was tires. She would never buy a new truck. They couldn't get any money for to fix any potholes. Well, because he was going and, to her horses. Right, you and, all of her, and all of her he reports. Been taking the horses to work. And they the can't take, horses can't <laughs> eat trucks. <laughs> all of the reports had Doesn't cartoon clip art. Of like guys pinching money, it's pretty great. You can go look at them. That's she was solid. like, "We don't have any money. We don't have any money." It's because she was We're taking it off. Is... So she eventually was caught because no uh, one of the the clerk, Rita was out at a horse show, wasn't there. Rita had to take over her duties. She couldn't figure out something, so she asked the bank to pull all the reports for the month. And the bank um, had some junior person working there, coincidentally, and they pulled everything, including Rita's fake account um oh just trying to do their job right and they're new so they're trying to do a <laughs> someone good job. was literally just trying to do <laughs> a good like, job and oh, that's how she got oh this is exactly what you yourself asked me to do sure here's all your reports huh yeah so she <laughs> nobody's done this like, for years here <laughs> this is crazy she was like wait what is why is uh where is all this money going paper because they didn't have any money for paper because she was in charge of the paper money <laughs> she ran the town she was basically the mayor in a way <laughs> so the mayor calls the fbi fbi gets involved they actually had like a six-month hiatus where they the mayor and the clerk had to pretend not to know while they were building their case against her oh my god which is pretty crazy but um lo and behold the accounting firm that was in charge of this was completely effing negligent um, and I actually looked at the invoices, a real invoice from a state versus a Rita invoice. It sounds like you're actually working at work while you're trying not to work. Looking at invoices. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was she's just... checking out some invoices, boss. <laughs> like, oh, she's working, right? They didn't I look... mean, they're invoices for dicks in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like horse feed and stuff. <laughs> they didn't look the same at all and she misspelled the word section. Had somebody even looked at this? S-E-X. Yeah, she's like, section, ah, baby. Yes. <laughs> she's like, get it, the number. <laughs> There's no the six number. nine in the word section. <laughs> uh, anyways, it was a bit much what she was doing. Yeah. Somebody finally caught her. I mean, it was just crazy. She was, How old was she when she was caught? I don't know. She looked like she was probably in her 40s, early 50s. Really? Yeah. She she was older. So How many now, years total did she go on doing this? 
20 years. 24 See, my years. question is, wow. so when you get in trouble for, like, stealing stuff like that, like, yeah, they take you to prison and stuff, but are you in in charge of, like, reprimands? Like, I mean, not reprimands, restitutions? No, okay, so here's, horse that so here's what happens. Give them out to the public. So, here, so here's what happened. So we have no roads. Take these horses. She was charged. <laughs> you don't need horses. You don't need roads if you have horses. <laughs> exactly. She was charged and sentenced to 20 years in prison. Yeah. In a federal prison. So the state, it's really not that long. The, the state actually dropped their charges because they decided it was going to be too much money. They're like, ah, she's already in your prison for <laughs> You've cost years. us too much money yeah. already. We're going to just make you live with the horses. So what happens, um, she actually had to <laughs> sign over rights to her horses and she agreed for them to be auctioned off. Uh, they auctioned off her property and her horses. Straight to the glue factory, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But um, <laughs> they, Property they including said the mobile mansion? Everything. They, re- they oh. recovered $12 million from her assets. Wow. Okay. But then they sued. I listened to a long talk from the guy who led the law firm that sued the accounting firm that was in charge of their audits for 20 years and never reported anything. Sounds like hearsay. Um, They were required to pay $40 million in damages to the city of Dixon. Oh, wow. So they recovered all the money. Wow. Well, good. Yeah. yeah, so Dixon has Dixon. it, and they, there Dixon's was a... doing good. The pencil factory's back on. <laughs> they're doing great. <laughs> Their roads are paved in gold. So they, they couldn't get the lumber to the pencil factory. They weren't spitting out pencils for a while there. It was bad. <laughs> the mayor was so cute because he's just like this kind of dumpy man. He's like, well, we were gonna just split up the fifty-two million among all the <laughs> citizens, but we were responsible, and we're gonna fix the road infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> and we gotta find a home for all those horses. <laughs> Everybody so... gets a free pencil every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I was Dixon just for that. <laughs> really, I don't know. This just came down to like pure negligence, and I'm kind of mad that no one in the accounting firm was held like actually criminally responsible when you know they were probably being paid off. They had to have been. Yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, there's no way that you do all of that stuff and don't. Moral of the story is, <laughs> if you're going to embezzle money, large amounts, don't get involved into swapping horse semen for cash and being tied to 400 living animals that you need to provide for. You go to, like, Belize. Yeah. Think about the animals. That's all I have to say. This is the first time you mentioned the horse semen. <laughs> well, I got it. She's selling it, you know. Is what she doing that or she was she keeping it? What did she just stored it up? They found like four hundred gallons frozen in the just mobile a, mansion. Yeah, just a big old fridge. Yeah. And there was a lot of it. And then, and then they inseminate. So that was her fault. They inseminated a, and a female horse, and then it's like this this giant horse just full of semen. <laughs> oh my god! Just <laughs> It's Ganon's horse is, from Zelda. It's foul. It's <laughs> the word that I would describe that with. <laughs> Oh my god. I would like to think about that, but it's in my head now. (laughs) This episode's getting out of hand. It's time for a message. Well, if you're gonna crunt well, you better end well. (laughs) (laughs) Message from our sponsors. That's what she said. What do skin and lamps have in common? Besides Ed Gein? Sex. That's right. Pure, unadulterated sex. At SkinLamps.com, we combine beautiful hides with romantic mood lighting to create the perfect ambiance for your next sexual encounter. Each skin piece is hand-picked, locally sourced, moisturized, and unique just for you. You know me. There's only two good things in life. That's skin lamps and sodomy. I'm Batman. 
At SkinLambs.com, we provide discreet delivery and have a 60-day money-back guarantee. You and your partner will love your new skin lamp. What are you waiting for? Let's get Illuminati. All right, what are you bringing up the rear? <laughs> I am bringing up the rear with none other than the story of John Lang. Um, John Lang was an ex-Marine, meaning that once he was in the Marine no, Corps of the United States. you are never not a Marine. I Fact. guess that's... Once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine until you're dead. True. So he was just a Marine that no longer did that job. Yep. And he lived in Fresno, California. It. He actually was a longtime resident of Fresno, California. Mm-hmm. John Lang discovered that the Fresno Police Department was being untrustworthy. In 2015, he found out that they were running a license plate scam and that they would sit in parking lots of low-income neighborhoods and they would scan all of the license plates in those parking lots. Oh, Jesus. Until they found someone that had violations. They would wait for that person to leave the store and pull them over a couple blocks away. Well, he shared his findings with the local news site, the Fresno Bee. Oh, which he also discovered was sharing private conversations with the Fresno Police Department. Why did he do that? I don't know, dude. That's literally what my notes say here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just reading the notes here. He believed that in his conversations with the Fresno Bee, when he was sharing uh, the information about the car scam, that they had somebody that traced his IP address and brought it back to his house like making him the target for the fresno police department because he wanted it to be kind of you know low-key under wraps that he was giving him this information uh he began to be harassed by the fresno police department and put up a bunch of security cam videos that he had recorded from his home and uh some of his popular videos include these are not the actual titles these are just what i called him after watching them (laughs) Suspicious truck stopping outside his home multiple times. 20-minute gap in video where he believed the PD hacked into his cameras. Wait, gapping, gap in video or gaping video? Gap in video. Okay. No, so he didn't have record of 20 minutes. Yeah, like it day. shows the video with the time and then it like flashes and it's a different time. Oh, like 20 minutes later. Suspicious. And so he's like, oh, I'm getting hacked. They're coming right for me. Uh, and no, then, and I've, I looked into this a little bit. And it's just, like, the evidence that they give for this case is just, like, there's, like, a couple guys in suits. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're MIB. But they're not. They're just, like, they're just, like, um, there's these guys. They're sitting in the car. They're looking around. Maybe a guy gets out of the car. And then they go away. He walks up 20 feet, ties his shoe, goes back. To the car, they get in, and they drive away. Yeah, like literally from what I just saw like the videos, it like doesn't that. even look like people are actually oriented towards him or his home. In any but way. also, okay. does it make sense? Like, why are these people but attracted to this area to be creeping outside? There though, was right? actually one pretty fucking suspicious one. I'm, and that was I'm the video suspicious. of these men that pulled up in a van... Totally unmarked van, like literally just an old Dodge Caravan. Not a even Harry Carey's dog grooming services? Didn't say a single word on the side. <laughs> they pulled up and they opened the side door of this van 
and they have this like big ass camera set. Oh, I saw that. One. Which he thought was thermal imaging equipment that was recording his home. And so <laughs> after all of this, they filed a he filed a formal complaint about the harassment about like these people to coming who? by. Uh, to apparently the to the very same police that he didn't trust. I don't know. Exactly, right? Yeah, that's really super. all you can report it to, I feel like. And totally that made the, the whole police department aware of what was going on and brought what he thought was even more unwanted attention to his situation. Uh, so shortly after, uh, his cameras caught a carpet cleaning van. And he's like, oh shit, this is the big one. Yeah, this yeah. is where it's bad. I don't know why that's what he decided was the bad one. But after that happened, he made a post predicting that he might go missing or the Fresno Police Department <laughs> may try to kill him. Either one. One or the other. There's yeah. one between. Which is a pretty far-fetched thing until you find out that just a few days after making that post, he was found stabbed to death in his <gasps> home that was burning no! down. No! Why are you guys ending with sad things? They no, fucking stabbed him. He was to stabbed death. to death in the back that actually is very specific he was in fact originally reported as stabbed in the back to death but dying of asphyxiation from the smoke in his home that was burning to the ground what the fuck and the coroner turned around and said oops that was a mistake he was actually stabbed in the chest so the way that I whether or not it, that was like a report that was wrong like the guy was on a camera and said oh he stabbed in the back and then he's like oh my bad he was actually stabbed in the chest or whether they made this report they went back on the report and they were like oh that was mistyped he was clearly stabbed in the chest. <laughs> old who fucking knows it. one guy at some point said he was stabbed in the back and then it turned around that he was actually stabbed in the chest which is important because if you look back at his videos kind of as we've already discussed Right. A lot of them, like, he was clearly just being really paranoid and a, but I'm suspicious about paranoid. things that he shouldn't have been You know, like, I'm about. paranoid about what color Tony the Tiger's nose was because I, my reality's different. He was actually stabbed in the chest. It was corrected. I don't know where along the lines the mix-up happened. Chest or the back? Um, That's a pretty big mix-up. <laughs> no, I mean, what's the difference? For paranoid this guy nipples. was. <laughs> Two nipples. Are there nipples it on is, the back? There's That's nipples. the problem he had, four nipples. They couldn't tell the difference. Two nipples and a belly button, brah. <laughs> but however paranoid that he was, it, it's suspicious to a degree that there was that miscommunication from the coroner. Like, coroners don't really fuck that up. I feel that, like the coroner might have bought a boat getting in that same into the time. And getting stabbed in the front are two very Is there things. records of the coroner maybe acquiring a small yacht during that period? <laughs> he didn't get a small yacht, but he, he did get a mobile mansion <laughs> and a bunch of horses. <laughs> I don't know where. Fuck, it's Rita Cronwell. <laughs> She's, She's back again, boys. Uh, well... So I went in and I watched all his videos and I checked a bunch of this shit out. And like, like I said, you know, he seemed to be paranoid and possibly afflicted with dementia. Um, but it is really weird. a mental illness, like it doesn't matter. It does matter. (laughs) (laughs) It really does matter. No, it does matter, but not in the sense of he was fucking stabbed in the back 20 times. Was it in the back or the front? We don't know. In the end, they said it was the front. But that's part of the whole weird thing about it. So, at first, you listen to it and you're like, oh man, the police department was after this guy. 
But then you actually go watch all his videos and you're like, nah, this guy's just paranoid. That's weird. He's paranoid. But then you think about it more and you're like, maybe him being paranoid is the cover-up to him not being paranoid. And that it's actually a conspiracy within a conspiracy. So what's your what's your final thought? Do you believe it was a conspiracy? Do you believe he was paranoid? Do you believe that the Fresno police was involved? What do you think? Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna debunk a couple things for you guys. I'm gonna tell you what the Fresno so police you can make a stabbed this guy. They probably did. Um, first thing, it's really weird if the cops actually killed this guy. The second thing is that the men in the van with the thermal imaging equipment that he identified, it was just a DSLR camera on a gimbal. You know, the thing that keeps it steady. Mm-hmm. And that was identified by Reddit of all places. They put the video on Reddit and Reddit was like, nah, man, that's just a DSL. It was just a stabilizer, yeah. I trust yeah, it Reddit. It was just a gimbal. I actually do too. They've got I trust Reddit quite a bit. It's fine. The video debunking was released one month after the original coverage of the event. So, is this a conspiracy within a conspiracy? What was the first... What was the first... Um, coverage saying that was back in may of 2016 about a that was actually pretty close to after it happened that's when it said that he was stabbed in the back but then a month after that the same guy who released the major video putting all of this evidence together like the top hit on youtube a month after, after releasing he that got video, his life threatened he released another one saying uh maybe this shit's not true I don't like Which that. is kind of what made me think, like, maybe this is a conspiracy. I don't like a conspiracy. That. I don't really like it either. I don't like anything in this There's world. a lot of wishy-washy bullshit YouTube. going on in this It makes story. a lot of sense that the reason why somebody said that he didn't get stabbed in the back was because that same person who said that didn't necessarily want to get stabbed in the back. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. Conspiracy bullshit. I feel bad that he died, though. I don't know. They could have fucked this guy over. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying that the government fucks people over, but the, the government, government fucks, fucks everyone over. Yeah. Oh, and I pay for it. <laughs> I do too. And you, what a treat! I just paid three hundred dollars to pay for it. it. Too. Speaking <laughs> of paying for it, here's our commercial. <laughs> Are you an arthropod, sponge, jellyfish, amphibian, or reptile? Well, do I have news for you? We have hair and way too much of the stuff. It comes by the bushel, it comes by the barrel. Have it your way here at wehavehair.co.nz. Time for some fast facts. In Russia, beer was not classified as alcohol until 2011. Before, it was just considered food stuff as long as it was under 10%. Cashews contain the same poison as poison ivy and must be cooked before eaten to avoid reactions. I gotta stop eating raw Did you cashews. Know that? I actually didn't know that. I just you don't... ate like 10 raw cashews today. Yeah, Jesus. they're not really raw. You've got they're, such a tolerance. They're either steamed or You're like or, Wesley from The Princess Bride. No, I sort. picked them. I picked them from my cashew tree. <laughs> there are only 24 people in human history that have left our magnetosphere. I don't know what that means, but continue. Our magnetosphere, you know? It's the most outer layer. The Wyoming Parks Department discovered an incredibly large petrified root system below Devil's Tower, four miles deep 
and seven miles wide. I've been there. Me too. Really? Yeah. I've never been there. Our fifth fast fact is that I got some purple drank socks for my birthday. <laughs> and they're, they're dope. I bet you have a good girlfriend. My girlfriend's number one. I got some purple drank it's socks me. on my birthday. And I was actually really disappointed that you weren't at work when I was wearing them, John. I'm a little disappointed. Alright, let's move I was on. shitting my brains out, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> on that note, let's move to our three additional search terms. Toblerone Holocaust. Oof. Jesus Christ. Number two, animals that smell like popcorn. Oh. Good pet Sh- ideas. Good and number three, solid. horse semen cost. No. You'll be surprised. No. It's worth a lot. It's worth a lot. Alright everybody, uh, we appreciate you uh, fucking Quick hanging around <laughs> in our crazy ramblings. We had a lot of fun uh, coming up with these stories for you and we hope you uh, stick around for the next episode. So uh, for me and Megan and John, have a good night. Thank you guys. And stop watching other podcasts. Don't Just watch any watch of them. Just yeah. listen. Just Throw listen your phone out the window. Learn and listen. Technicality.